Hello, and welcome to Next Reads, a podcast where we read the first chapter of a young adult or middle grade book to help you figure out what to read next. This podcast might contain language or situations some listeners might find offensive or unsettling. The North Liberty Library does not necessarily endorse any author's views, but it does support the freedom of speech and the freedom to read. Now on to the show. I am your host, Erin, Youth and Teen Services Librarian at the North Liberty Library. My pronouns are she and her. Welcome, listeners. Today, I have a new book called Air by Monica Rowe. It's a middle grade story about 12-year-old Emmy, and she is working to raise money for a tricked-out wheelchair to get serious about WCMX when a mishap on a poorly designed ramp at school throws her plans into a tailspin. Instead of replacing the ramp, her school provides her with a kind but unwelcomed aid and, seeing a golden media opportunity, launches a public fundraiser for her new wheels. Emmy loves her close-knit rural town, but she can't shake the feeling that her goals and her choices suddenly aren't hers anymore. With the help of her best friends, Emmy makes a plan to lift her dreams off the ground and show her community what she wants, what she has to give, and how ready she is to do it on her own terms. So the cover shows a girl who is in a wheelchair and she's in the air off a ramp, like a skateboard ramp. So like wheelchair cross kind of in the same way as like doing tricks on skateboard. So here we go. Chapter one, catching air, eating sand. Allie heaves the ramp over the sandy, stubbly grass field that lies between her place and ours. Your dad's going to kill us, Em, she says cheerfully. Only if he catches us. I tighten my battered helmet, check my knee and elbow pads, and glance at the ramp. Little closer, okay? Allie groans. Her shiny dark braid swings over her shoulder as she shoves the ramp until it's right up against the bottom of the six-foot-high quarter pipe. It's a kicker a small movable ramp that bikers and boarders use to launch themselves into the air, which is the plan. Allie flips her braid back and shakes her sore arms. That good? Perfect. I nailed riding down the quarter pipe months ago, but the field's too bumpy for me to get enough speed to hit the kicker from the ground. So I decide to try combining the two. Problem solved, I hope. Boost, please. Em, you sure about this? Allie's hesitation is so brief, it's almost invisible. When I give her a look, she laughs. Okay, okay, but promise you won't make me have to explain to your dad how you got stuck headfirst into a round bale. Deal, I tell her, and Allie helps get me and my ride to the top of the quarter pipe. For all his worry now, dad used to be on this thing every weekend too. Build it himself, one part tree stand, two parts salvaged plywood, three parts other random junk. Skateboards, motocross, he did it all. It's no secret where I got my love of speed. We used to be out here together instead of me having to sneak around. I pull on my padded gloves, bring my front wheels to the edge and breathe. The view from the top of a drop, even a basic one like this, gets me going every time. Those tadpoles swimming in my chest and the sweat on my palms are the best kind of rush. Now that added jump waiting at the bottom makes my guts fizz like I ate a handful of live bees and chased them with a bottle of Coke. Right, let's do this. Helmet, double check. Mouth guard, check. Visor, down. Pads, tight. I restrap my gloves and grip my wheel rims. Breathe. 
Dad won't be home from class for at least an hour. A good daughter wouldn't want her father to worry. All Dad's ramps and jumps and angled steel grind rails made from old I-beams have just been sitting out here getting dusty since he gave it all up. Someone has to use them. Three, two, one, drop. Whoosh. Wheels. Adrenaline. One glorious, wind-rushing moment. I lean. Find that perfect balance point. Hit the landing. Then my wheel skids sideways, spinning me out. Ow! Allie runs over. You did it, she yells. Sort of. What's my name? I push up, spitting out a mouthful of the sand that patted my wipeout and squint at the hand she's waving in my face. Um, Allie? Rhymes with sail? Oh. This is how people who don't know her usually say her nickname. It's actually pronounced Allee. So my apologies, readers. I have been saying her name wrong this entire time. Ha ha, she says. Just kidding. I tell Ale to grab a wheel and we get me rocked upright. She grins. That was so cool. It totally was, even though I dumped at the end. Now that Dad's so busy fixing cars all day and running to night class three times a week and taking an extra work here at his home shop, what he doesn't know won't even worry him. I will stick that landing. Then I feel my left hand rib wobble. Crap. Correction. I'll stick that landing if my raggedy wheelchair doesn't fall apart on me first. I spin the wheel a few times, testing the hand rim. Yep, definitely a loose screw and some bent metal. You want to try and fix it? Ale says. I keep my repair kit right in my top desk drawer, and basic patch jobs are easy enough. I'm tempted. After hitting that air once, I'm totally hungry for more. But Dad won't be that late. Let's call it for today, I decide. Got a few orders backed up anyway. Sidewalks aren't exactly a thing out where I live, but my yard has more square feet of pavement than anywhere this side of the Dollar General parking lot. Ali's family owns a paving company, and my dad swapped them two years of free truck maintenance to pour glossy smooth walkways from our house to his shop and a bunch of places in between. One even cuts through the scrubby patch of woods to Ali's place. We hurry up the long ramp to my porch and hurdle inside so fast the Spanish moss wreath Nani made almost falls off the front door. If my grandmother saw me now, she'd make a sour lemon face and predict I'll crash across the living room and through the opposite wall one day. It's a double wide Nani, I giggle under my breath, imagining her right here, not a cardboard box. Nani would drop her dentures if she'd seen my little sand eating stunt back there especially if she saw how we got me and my chair up that quarter pipe in the first place. There's a metal work platform, a set of two portable steps with a railing that dad attached to the back side of the quarter pipe back when we used to ride this ramp together. I can get up it myself, though it goes a lot faster with Ale there to pass up my chair instead of just hauling it up with the cobbled together pulley system I usually use when I'm doing it solo. I've got my system down, Although Nani and a whole lot of other folks would still insist I have no business doing it. But I'm used to dealing with minor freakouts whenever I do stuff that's a little risky. Besides, what other people think I can or can't do doesn't matter. These are the things that matter. I'm Emmeline Etheridge. I'm 12 and a half years old. Alejandra Shea is my best friend. I like flaming hot Cheetos and I love speed. That is the end of the first chapter. 
So I think it sets it up pretty well. Obviously, Emmy likes to be a little bit of a rule breaker and she has a very loyal best friend. I like anybody who likes flaming Hot Cheetos. So the next chapter is called Embroidered Cuss Words. And it looks like, kind of talks a little bit about where she lives, which is Carolina. And yeah, so anyway, I hope that you enjoyed that chapter and are interested in checking it out. If not, there's always another book waiting to be discovered. Check the show notes for books with similar themes. I really like that this focuses on a main character who is part of the wheelchair community. So we'll try to find some more books that are similar to that. And I hope you join me next time for another Next Reads. Thanks. 